Hello and welcome to another Youth Ministry Podcast. I am Chris. And I'm Jared. And we exist to encourage and equip pastors, leaders, and parents in ministering to today's youth by discussing current events, doctrinal topics, answering questions, and anything else that deals with youth culture. morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you choose to listen to this podcast, we thank you and we appreciate you. If you are a returning listener, thank you for continuing to support us by following along and tuning in each week. If this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. And I hope you take some time to go back and catch some previous episodes. Either way, we truly enjoy honest and helpful feedback. If you could take a moment to leave a rating and review, or better yet, connect with us on Instagram at ympodcast or email us anotherympodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear what you think of our show, the good, the bad. We strive to continually get better. I hope you've had a wonderful and safe 4th of July weekend. I did a little research and I found out that according to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, yes, that is a real thing. Which, by the way, if you didn't know this already, July is National Hot Dog Month. Anyway, they estimate that across the country we will eat 7 billion hot dogs this summer. And 155 million of those hot dogs will be consumed over 4th of July weekend. That is a lot of dogs. Hopefully, you have not eaten your average of 60 hot dogs over this weekend. But if you have, I'll be praying for you. Anyway, transitioning into our episode this uh, this week, uh, and speaking of transitions, uh, they can be hard to navigate and often filled with uncertainty. Different uh, change is difficult. Sometimes it involves moving on, different responsibilities, both unknown and known challenges, and it is often inevitable. Change just happens, and it comes about in very for various reasons, and sometimes, often not on our timetable. So this week, I got the opportunity to sit down with my friend and former youth pastor, Brad Haycock, to, to discuss and the topic of transitions. Brad is very familiar with transitions he's, as he's transitioning into different roles, and I'll let him explain some of that in the interview. But I appreciate Brad's insight on the topic, and I pray you find this encouraging, whether you're going through a transition now or have transitioned in the past, or maybe you can store this away for a time when that comes uh, thank you for listening. Uh, please enjoy this conversation. I'm really terrible at starting things. So we're just going to jump into the first question. Uh, I have uh, my friend, Brad. Brad was my youth pastor growing up. Uh, great man. Uh, thanks for coming on the podcast and uh, sharing some of your wisdom you're welcome uh, that you've learned over the years uh but just for our listeners brad since they're not familiar with you is like i am where are you at currently uh what are you doing and kind of share some of your current uh life situation sure. yeah so my name is brad haycock i'm currently at independent bible church been here since 2005 so 15 years and um right now in a transition to church planning planning grace church 
and uh, it's even going to launch here in August. So we're looking forward to that. And um, I've been in different roles at IBC in my time here. In fact, um, my knowing Jared has been actually before time at IBC at Memorial Baptist, and we were. Uh, I was there for two years from 2003 to 2005 and got to know Jared and his family. So that's been great. And so I've got three kids, three girls, um, Eliana, Emily, and Aaron, and then my wife, Kim. And so we've been married here for about, you know, 17 years, actually this week. So, yeah, it's been congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. uh, Probably the podcast will air after that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, humorously, uh, yeah. Congratulations. Right. Yeah, uh, thanks. Uh, yeah. So, like you said, you were a youth pastor. Uh, youth, pa- my youth pastor, growing up for a couple years there, and uh, but you're transitioned out of that. Can you share a little bit about what that looked like? What brought on the transition? Yeah. Um, so, I as as you said, I was your youth pastor, and uh, I'm glad you don't hold that against me. I think that went great, and uh, you know, real proud of what God's been doing in your life and how you've been serving Him, and uh, and but you've been there. For two years as youth pastor, then transitioned to another church as pastor of student ministries and um, did that for five years and then uh, made a transition to young adult and outreach. And uh, in some ways, part of it was, um, you know, a little bit of a family dynamic for us. Uh, My middle daughter had some special needs and it created some um, pressure to where um, some of youth ministry can be second shift ministry and, and kind of students are in school a lot during the day or unavailable and then you know, football games or different baseball things, band stuff, people um, want you to be there. And so wanting to minister to students. And so it just became a little bit incompatible um, in some ways with family and, and became difficult. Um, Kim and I definitely wanted to include students in our lives. And so a lot of students at our house and um, and that was helpful where I could still somewhat be around and available to my family, but then still do effective ministry. But uh, at some point, I even went to Pastor Mark, who's our lead pastor, and said, you know, I feel like IBC is asking me to carry uh, like 20 pounds of weight, and you haven't put more on me. You're not being unreasonable, but it feels like that weight every year is increasing. And at some point, I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to carry it and hold it. Um, and some of that was with added family burdens and pressures and, and things with having a child with special needs. And so um, I definitely wanted to pass off student ministry, youth ministry, because it matters to me, uh, before I had to just drop the ball and, and it was just too much to take. And so we talked through a plan to transition, uh, that did take some time. Um, it, you know, from that first conversation to it actually being implemented probably was a year, a year and a half. And so it took time, but, um, that was part of the transition for me. And it wasn't that I lost the love for students or uh, some people have this idea of, well, I was a stepping stone. I, I graduated and now I'm you know, doing better or real pastoring. Um, I felt like I was a pastor in my youth ministry days as, as much as in outreach and then in church planning, but, um, just for our family, it was a good, a good adjustment. And, uh, I'm thankful that IBC allowed that some people in my situation would have to look outside of their church to another local church. Um, and I was thankful to be able to transition within yeah, and so like you said some of that was family related, and uh, but still that there, I'm sure there were some fears um, going into that. What yeah. are some fears that you you faced making that transition? Yeah, I mean it's definitely a fearful time. I'm as we talked about it, it kind of felt a little bit like um, you know 
skydiving, you're jumping out of a plane and sort of like that first step is the biggest. And, um, once you're out, um, the, you look back and the plane's going away real fast. And, and so, yeah. yeah, once we started made the leap, um, you know, it's like, where will this, where will this land? Um, in some ways it did create, you know, some insecurities of, you know, how will the next phase be? Um, this is predictable or understandable. What will this next one be like? And so, um, there were fears, but I, I guess I did learn uh, a lot about myself, a lot about the Lord in that process. And, um, you know, it, it was good for me. I think it was a healthy and a good, um, transition. Um, and so, yeah, I think one of the sad things is some guys that I think are great at student ministry have felt pressure that once they're a certain age, they have to sort of transition. And I think that's sad. Um, that doesn't need to be there. And then I also think guys that maybe are feeling pressure to progress, like, you know, they have to move on to something else to be taken serious. And uh, yeah, I just think investing in, in students is, uh, is worthwhile you know, and worth my time. So excited to do that. Um, even at grace at grace church for us to continue to have a focus on students, kids. And, um, I think it's made me a better pastor moving forward. Um, I think students, um, adults don't always say, um, what they mean. It doesn't mean they're lying to you, but they, they, they're saying something you have to read between the lines. Students are just straightforward and it's just, (laughs) it's out there. Yeah. And, um, in some ways I find that encouraging and healthy. And then it helped me to dialogue with how do we answer some of life's questions from scripture. And, um, uh, I think that's helped my pastoral ministry. Um, and once in a while, just even the humbling parts of student ministry have helped me make sure that I'm in it for the right reasons. Um, once in a while, it was just good for my soul for a student to just really be upset with me and just kind of curse me out to where I'm like, man, I'm just so unhappy right now. But it brings me back to, I'm ultimately here for Christ. I'm ultimately here because of my love for him. And even if somebody's maybe not as thrilled or I'm not the most popular, that's okay. It's not really the point. The point is Christ and glorifying him and sharing the gospel and, and yeah, wanting to influence and impact people. But ultimately it's not about, people pleasing yeah and sometimes the trouble with uh transitioning is you're you're afraid of what you're leaving behind you're afraid of like you said the normal uh what you're used to uh what were some of the highlights some of the maybe unexpected joys of transitioning into the young adult into the outreach ministry yeah there's just a whole um kind of sphere of people i didn't really know and that i had um opportunity to get to know and connect with that was great uh, well, you know, the hard parts are you've invested in, um, young adults or, I mean, students at that time. And it's, um, that investment then, you know, for this new beginning, um, that other thing comes to an end. And, and so that's a little hard. And I remember being at Memorial and, and leaving and, and, and you being in student ministry and, and there being a heartache to the, the fact that you're excited about what the Lord's doing. And yet there's a heartache that it means the end of some of the connections. Now I've been grateful that I've had since I stayed at IBC continued relationship and, um, in young adult and in adult ministry, it's been great to see some high school students that were in my ministry serving alongside of adults in their, in their young adult season of life. And so it's been great to have that longevity, um, as a youth pastor, 
you know, you see people for a season and then they move on. Um, as you work with adults, you really get a longer um, period of time, you know, uh, unless you have people just failing grades every year, well then you could be, you know, longer time with them. But yeah, Bobby, Bobby and you group for six right. years more. Yeah. yeah. Bobby, you're 36. Move on, buddy. But, yeah. But aside from those special cases, I mean, you really have four years in high school and then they've, they've moved on. So I would mm-hmm. say a blessing in the ministries I'm in now is the longevity. Um, but yeah, definitely student ministry is dear to us and, um, you know, we've, we've loved and enjoyed it and just, um, God's used it in our lives. And what's great is, you know, we've been able to influence people, but, uh, it's, you know, that shaped us too and made us some of who we are. Yeah. And I think, well, you, you kind of touched on this before, um, and in light of age, a lot of times uh, youth pastors get to a certain age and they're like, Oh, now I need to transition to something bigger. Uh, what, what would your advice be as far as those people or even other people looking at transitioning, how to gauge that and how to like really figure out if that's what they need to do or if that's something they're yeah. told to do. Yeah. Um, I, I guess a concern that I have for, you know, uh, Christians in general, and then pastors as well, is just sort of this idea of comparing uh, to one another and sort of this idea of I'm falling behind or I'm not measuring up. Um, You know, I'm not where I should be. Those kind of phrases, I I guess, to me, it really is important then to ask if I feel like I'm falling behind, uh, who am I falling behind? I mean, I really need to think about you know, if I'm serving where the Lord wants me, I'm being faithful. I think I'm going to be measured, uh, evaluated by the Lord based on faithfulness, not, not even necessarily success. Their, their mm. faithfulness and success aren't the same. Mm-hmm. No successful people that aren't faithful. And I know people that are faithful and they've had the Isaiah experience that it's less than successful. Um, but, you know, I, I think that we want to see, you know, who is it that we're trying to measure up to? And if there's something or someone that, kind of elusive, uh, comparing, um, yeah, that's a concern. And, and so I think that we want to be faithful. And, and the great thing about faithfulness is God measures what that is. Um, success, I think often man, uh, tells us what that is and it changes all the time. And so if somebody's being faithful as a student pastor, um, and they feel like they're being left behind, I would just encourage them to see that they don't have to measure up you don't have to compare or, or look at, I should be farther ahead. Um, you know, if we're being faithful, then you are ahead then you are doing well. And to just keep walking that road faithfully. Um, you know, Eugene Peterson, um, you know, died not too long ago and his, his book, um, a long obedience in the same direction. Um, you know, just kind of to continue to faithfully serve the Lord. And one of the things that I have found is that a longevity of ministry, you know, I've been at two ministries thus far and, you know, IBC, I've been at for 15 years of my 17. Um, you know, it's, it's really uh, a benefit. Longevity is something that I think really allows us to go deeper, have equity in the lives of people that we can speak into their lives and say things and um, for the Lord's sake. And so um, I want so quickly for the sake of progress or comparing, just give up uh, ministry that the Lord's faithfully called us to. So, um, I think it's a danger and what I've seen in some of my friends that I've cared about loved that maybe gotten caught up in that and have moved to different churches and feeling they have to progress. 
then once they get there, they feel the same thing again, not too long. Um, and for different people that length of time may be shorter or longer, but they, they feel that same feeling because they're still comparing. And, um, yeah, so I, I think it's a, it can be difficult, especially if other people do it. I know I was at IBC for about a month. Somebody that I know and love very well now, have a great relationship with said, you know, we're praying for you. You got really big shoes to fill. And, um, I'm not sure why I said it. Cause, um, you know, could have been taken wrong, but I just said, well, I'm just really trying to fill my shoes. Um, you know, I'm not trying to, cause the other guy before me was very different than me. And I knew if I started down the path of just comparing, it was either going to put me in a ditch of feeling horrible about myself or feeling great about myself. And I don't think either of those are good destinations for me to be prideful or just despair. So, yeah. So that helped yeah. somewhat. Yeah, no, not, not very healthy to be proud for in the pit. Uh, I think it's the, the danger when you're chasing something. Uh, often we, we attest that to chasing possessions or greed or material. But I think that what you kind of touched on is we're trying to attain something that's not attainable by us because we're always comparing. And it's always going to leave us dissatisfied uh, Correct. in the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also wanted to, wanted to touch on, since you're kind of transitioning to church planting, uh, what are some of the similarities or some of the struggles uh, that are the same again uh, with starting in a new uh, student ministry or even transitioning out into the outreach young adult ministry? Yeah. I mean, some of the challenges are finishing well and, um, you know, doing things well there, but then also moving forward into your new ministry. I think a lot of times people get, um, you know, tired of something and then they kind of quit before it's time to quit. And I think we've got to be careful of that, um, finishing well. And so even for this season now I'm, I'm in that and by God's help and grace seeking to finish well. Um, I, I think church planning, even right now, it's a strange time to plant church. Um, you know, read different resources on church planning. I've not read one on how to plant <laughs> church in the pandemic. And so, um, you know, it's, it's a unique time. Uh, we're just trusting that God uses the things that he's ordained, the things that he has used through church history, through time. You know, he's used his prayer, uses his word, the gospel, and, and we're just leaning into God continuing to use those. And we need his help on how does it look moving forward, because some things are going to look a lot different than we planned even eight, ten months ago, six months ago. But um, we're, yeah, trusting him and, and just trusting that he's going to continue to use um, his word and his spirit. And, and I, I guess we just even see that God is at work in, in history. He's going to save people. He's saving people. And, um, we're just asking how can we be a part of that and partner with him and, and be used by him in that, in that goal, in that mission. So, um, it's a scary time, um, even for our, my family. Um, personally, when I was at Memorial with you and your family, we didn't have any children and came to IBC, have kids. Um, you know, there's cost. There's cost for my wife, for my kids. Um, you know, IBC is the only church they've ever known. They've never attended another church. They've been in the student and, and children's ministries. And so it will be a big change and adjustment. So we're prayerful. Kim and I are about that and for their growth and health. And so, but um, there's definitely a cost, but we've been talking a lot in my house that Jesus is worth it. Even the, the time cost, the whatever, financial cost, the stress cost, there's just a that Christ is worth those things. And we see that through the pages of scripture. Mm, that's good. That's good thought. Yeah. I think sometimes we forget 
we can forget that a cost, the family cost to doing transitions in ministry, like it, it means a lot to them and they get attached. I know my girls have uh, really enjoyed the, the youth ministry here. Uh, actually, this probably aired the week after, but Maddie's birthday is coming up here July 1st and we're having youth group at the house. And she's awesome. like so excited to have the, the big yeah. kids as she calls them uh, over cool. for, for her birthday. So yeah, um, yeah. Um, are all great. Things. Yeah. All great stuff. Um, do you have, as we kind of wrap up, do you have any recommendations of books or other resources that you would recommend? Um, maybe specifically on the topic of transitioning, but in maybe in youth ministry in general. Oh man. Um, you know, I've, I've had some good resources that I've, I've enjoyed, um, specifically on sort of missional living on even church planning, um, JD Greer's book, um, gaining by losing, I, I think is a great book that kind of can focus churches on thinking even with students, with kids, with adults, how, how do we live out the, the mission of God? How do we be faithful to the gospel? And sometimes that means, um, that we're gaining, um, gaining ground as a church, as uh, the body of Christ, by sending people, by losing people, by investing them in um, God's kingdom. And so that's been um, helpful. Um, there's, there's been some other, um, you know, encouragement things, um, some great resources that I've um, found uh, helpful. Um, one of those would be even, um, I just blanked out. I, I'll tell you, I love Charlie's new book. Did you see his uh, around the, the, the globe what's it called it's called um i am forgetting his epic <laughs> epic it's a it's a church history um and i have found that really encouraging that can be found in a format that's dvd format where actually churches can be exposed to that and they do different things there's also i read the book you can grab that but um tim challey's kind of goes through the around the globe and and kind of unpacks and discovers some church history. And, uh, I thought that was an encouraging and, uh, a helpful book, enjoyed it. And, um, so Epic, I think was the name of that one. So yeah, those are two I've enjoyed. All right. Thank you. That's great. And, um, any last comments you want to words of wisdom you want to leave with our listeners? Well, I'll tell you, um, early in my ministry years, there was a segment called jokes with Jared. And I'll tell you what, that was just a highlight of our morning. You remember those? I do remember that. We were, uh, I would find them in the newspaper or something. That's right. That Sunday so mornings. Yeah. Those were so great. And so, um, as I look back and think back, there's moments when Kim and I talk about, and remember reminisce on jokes with Jared. And, uh, yeah, it was great to see, uh, because you, you you had a little spot where every morning we would highlight those and you'd bring in different things and it was it was great I loved it it was good it was good it was. good times all right maybe yep. we'll bring that back on, on we the should podcast. I think I think that could be good jokes of Jared is still lives Jared, on whole segment all right well thanks Brad for uh, jumping on uh, and talking about transitioning uh, in ministry. Thank you for listening to this episode of another Youth Ministry Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Another YM Podcast. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. And please feel free to email us at anotheryampodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions on topics you'd like discussed on the podcast. God bless.